And if you're not evolving, you know, changing with the customer, then unfortunately you're going to be left behind. Welcome to Rockstars of Remodeling, a podcast presented by Pro Remodeler Media, where the best and brightest stars in home improvement share actionable insights with like-minded industry standouts like you. I'm your host, Drew Bartow. I spent 13 years as the Director of Marketing for a replacement window and door company in Pittsburgh, where I learned a lot from some of the great minds in the home improvement industry. I aim to bring many of those voices to you on this show to help you gain more leads, close more sales, and boost your bottom line. Let's rock. Thanks for joining me. I'm excited to have as my guest on this episode, Ian Foltz, Vice President of American Remodeling Enterprises and its sister company, Epoxy Floor Experts. With projected revenue of around $20 million, Ian's businesses employ over 60 people who serve customers in much of central Pennsylvania and Maryland. Ian is responsive to today's busy consumer and proactively seeks software solutions to help his team close more sales faster. I've asked Ian to join me to discuss some of his favorite tech tools and how he's adjusted his sales process to better meet the demands of the modern customer. Hey Ian, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely, thank you for having me, Drew. Now, could you begin by telling our audience a little bit about yourself? I started uh, in this industry, uh, my gosh, I was a junior in high school, I was 15 years old, uh, needed a job, all my buddies were going to work at, you know, fast food restaurants and, you know, your, your typical places at the mall and small retail shops, they weren't making a whole lot of money and I needed a, a job and my buddy said, dude, you'd be great, uh, you know, doing uh, phone sales and telemarketing, so you should interview with this company. Uh, and at the time, it was called Appleby Windows. And uh, so I ended up doing that. And that was how I got my foot into the door to the home improvement business as a 15-year-old telemarketer, one of the only part-time employees that they had. And uh, before I left there to go off into the Marine Corps and then to college, I had actually gotten promoted several times uh, into a manager of uh, overseeing the entire call center. So then when I got back out of the Marine Corps, I, um, I, I joined the ownership group uh, that had left Appleby, you know, while I was gone. I love your story about starting in the home improvement industry at the age of 15, kicking ass and continue to climb the ladder, so to speak, to where you are today as vice president. Now, when we talked last fall for an article I was writing for Pro Remodeler Magazine, the subject of adapting to change came up quite a bit. So, so what does your sales process look like, Ian, and how has it evolved over the past few years? Our sales process is one that, um, you know, on the surface isn't, you know, isn't going to change. I mean, we still want to be focusing on um, a, a one night close. You know, you, you get in there, you do a, a, a demonstration and you sell that night. Uh, what we've done as a company, though, is we've simplified our sales process. A lot of companies have these 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 step you know, sales pre- uh, processes and We've actually simplified ours to five steps. You know, when we get into the home, we want to do a good quality introduction and create rapport and trust. And then we do a good quality inspection of the area, regardless of the product. We want to inspect what they have currently so we can create, you know, the need for our product. Then we do a really high quality, you know, value added sales presentation so we can create then the need uh, or the want for our product instead of the need then that we've already built on in the inspection. Uh, and then we, you know, there's a couple of steps, you know, within the, the fourth step, which is closing the sale, where you have to go over the product, the price, the company, the warranty, you know, the installation, the back end support, all of those things are kind of combined into that. And then, you know, a very important one that I think a lot of companies fall short on is we do a cool down 
um, with our customers where we do a, a Google review, a Facebook review, some before uh, pictures that can then go with the after pictures for our installers. We do a picture with our job sign, uh, a video testimonial before. That way it all culminates into, you know, the after pictures that are done um, by our installers and then the after testimonial done by somebody in our social media department. And we find that those five easy steps are a lot easier to train and to duplicate than a 12, 13, 14, whatever step, you know, process that, you know, a lot of other places, uh, you know, have. And that's why we see the, the 55 to 60 percent, you know, closing percentages week in, week out, month in, month out, year over year. Condensing the sales process down to five steps from 12 steps makes a lot of sense to me. But aside from reducing the number of steps, what are some other adjustments you've made to customer responses to your process over the years? The thing that we run into as an industry, and I would hope other people in the industry are, are seeing this, is that this customer that we have now, they are more educated now than they've ever been. In fact, there's times where you run into a home. And sometimes the customer, you know, is just as educated as you are. They've done a lot of research. They've watched a lot of, whether it be videos on YouTube, whether it be testimonials on Google, whether it's just researching the product. So I think that as the customer and, and the marketplace continues to be more educated, continues to do more research and continues to know more about what it is that they're looking for, I think that you as the, as the home improvement professional, as the contractor, I think you need to continue to keep your process fresh. And if you're not evolving, you know, changing with the customer, then unfortunately you're going to be left behind. One of the things that stood out to me when we last talked was this line from a mentor that you shared with me. It's not the big who eat the small, it's the fast who eat the slow. I love that and I think it's true. Along those lines, what advice do you have for companies that are resistant to change and slow to meet new customer demands? Well, if you're not riding the wave, you're going to crash under it. And, um, you know, it's incredible how many, you know, things that we do nowadays post-pandemic that we would have never done three or four years ago. I mean, we have an entire division uh, within our company that is dedicated to nothing but virtual sales. So I have a team of, of, co uh, of, of employees that are literally sitting in front of, you know, their laptop or in front of a, a desktop computer with a webcam. And all they do is sell virtually. Part of our division uh, is solar sales, and we, we sell them nationwide. And that the entire division is run completely virtually. And a lot of the companies that are resistant to that adaptation, unfortunately, are going to be left behind, overtaken by the companies that want a cutting edge. And want to, if I don't have to have a rep in an office using an internet and a, you know, a, a laptop, they can run somewhere between seven and nine appointments a day and never have to leave the comfort of the office. You mentioned that you have a whole division dedicated to virtual sales. I'm sure it's not the majority of your leads, but what percentage of your appointments are virtual and do you feel like competitors out there are doing the same thing as you? Or are you kind of at the forefront of continuing to run leads virtually, You know, despite the pandemic being mostly behind us from a sales and marketing perspective? A small percentage of our business, maybe 10%, uh, is done virtually, but we have an entire rehash division also also that's only done virtually. So you already bought the lead, you know, why not have somebody follow up, you know, do, do a manager follow-up call, you know, find out if the rep was on time, polite, courteous, you know, were they getting other estimates? What was their reasoning for not going with the company the first time? And then that rehash specialist is actually incentivized with a few other discounts 
to be able to you know resurrect that lead and turn it into to revenue that otherwise would have been lost. You know, we're seeing tremendous results. Um, and, and I think other companies, I know they're doing the other, uh, doing the same from the last conference that I was at, but some of them just are unwilling to change it and, and they don't want to adapt to the times, to the new normal and, um, want to continue doing things the way that they did, which is sending a rep out in a car and driving out and knocking on a door. And that way is never going to change, but you have to at least start to adapt to that and have parts of your business that then, you know, grow into that. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense what you're doing now, but do you see a drop in closing percentage when comparing your in-home sales calls, the virtual sales calls? It is a little bit of a lower closing percentage, you know, on those, we're probably somewhere around the 35 to 40% mark, um, instead of the 55 or 60 we're used to seeing in person. And a lot of that is just building trust, uh, you know, through a screen versus doing it in person. Right. But I'd, I'd rather take 35 to 40% of what we have uh, and be able to continue to work on that and show that the model works then have 0% of, of nothing. Absolutely. So what do you see for the future of home improvement sales, Ian? Do you see more homeowners requesting virtual consultations in the immediate future, a slow evolution to a more virtual landscape, or do you see a reversal and things going back to the way they always used to be? I think you're going to see a hybrid model, uh, and I think that that hybrid model is going to be here to stay, just mu you know, much like uh, a lot of the workforce is continuing to stay um, in a hybrid model. It leads to increased efficiency, it increased lower cost, or it leads to lower cost, you know, much less overhead, and it allows you to stretch your geographic, uh, you know, outreach in terms of, of your geo from your office and make it wider. You know, typically most companies, if they don't have satellite branches, you know, they go 90 miles, maybe 120 miles from, you know, where their office is located. Well, now, you know, with, with you selling virtually and most lending being all done electronically, uh, you're allowed, you, you can, you know, change your entire business model and grow geographically, you know, exponentially um, as long as you have an installation, you know, solution in place for that. Okay, Ian, let's address the topic of technology and sales. Are there any tech programs or apps that you're using in business to sell more jobs right now? For some of our, our salespeople that are Android-based, um, they use a company or a product called Leap, which is fantastic for digital contracts. And then um, all, or I have it backwards. Android-based people use one-click contractor. Our Apple iOS-based people use Leap. And that's fantastic. Uh, it allows you to do all of the contracts digitally. You don't have to worry about your, your administratively, uh, you know, we'll call it discombobulated salespeople losing, you know, any of the uh, contract pages or not filling them out right or not be able to read their handwriting. Uh, I would recommend it to all the sales managers and all of the, you know, home improvement professionals that, that you're going to partner with and they're going to be listening to this to use it, an app called Rilla, R-I-L-L-A. Uh, it allows you to do a virtual ride along. It records the entire sales presentation from the sales rep, and you're able to hear the dialogue back and forth for the entire demonstration between the homeowner and the salesperson. So if you're a VP like I am with well over 20 salespeople, I can't possibly ride along on every lead with them and be able to help troubleshoot their demo or their close or issues with, uh, you know, decline in a, in a closing percentage. But with Rilla, I can sit there, uh, you know, in the evening and I can listen to those recordings and go through every step of the process 
and be able to troubleshoot uh, the things that they could have done better. Plus, Rilla allows you to upload your sales demonstration. And if the sales reps vary from it, you get an automatic alert in real time on the app on your phone so you can hear it and listen to it and know that your process isn't being followed because they missed something based upon their AI voice tech, uh, recognition technology. I know all about Rilla, and it seems like a super powerful tool that can help a business owner or sales manager improve the sales performance of their team. I think that new technology is being introduced to this industry at a rapid pace, and contractors have to be prepared to try new tech tools sooner than they have in the past so they don't get left behind. Do you agree with this? I 100% agree with that, and I think that unfortunately in our business, um, a lot of companies continue to be antiquated. You know, they, they have their, you know, Tuesday morning sales meetings or they have their, uh, you know, sales powwows, whether it be a conference call or, or something like that, if they are a little bit more, um, you know, technologically sound. But for me, I have those meetings every day a after listening to the Rilla app so that I can run more leads every day. I don't need to bring everybody in, have a, a sales meeting every week. I mean, I we do a sales summit with our entire staff every month once a month but i i see myself being able to run way more leads and having to bring all of my reps in or have them come in for sit downs and stuff like that yeah so it sounds like what you're saying is and i've had conversations with other contractors who mentioned this implementing new technology is all about enhancing your efficiency as a business right speed to lead speed to sell speed to install whatever it may be is that what you're seeing the fastest one to that lead is going to win so we use companies, especially like Hatch, which is a big one, that will automatically text and email the customer the very second that that lead comes in. Some people are busy. Some people are working from home or some people just want to hop on, you know, their smartphone real quick and book an appointment to have their kitchen or their bathroom or their roof looked at and don't have time to you know, be on a 15 or 20 minute in-depth phone call if it were get to that point. And this has been great. I think my biggest takeaway as you're adapting to new demands of customers who are super busy and who might not have as much time as they used to. Rather than try to force something on them, you're implementing technology tools that are helping you reach them faster, book appointments faster, and sell them much sooner than you used to. Ian Foltz, everyone, Vice President of American Remodeling Enterprises and Epoxy Floor Experts. Ian, thank you so much for joining me today. I wish you all the best in the future. Oh, my pleasure, Drew. Thank you so much. Thank you. For listening to Rockstars of Remodeling. As promised, there were some amazing takeaways that you can use to build a better business for yourself, your employees, and your customers. If you've got an idea for a future episode or a guest I should invite onto the show, I'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to follow Rockstars of Remodeling on Spotify or SoundCloud, and click the like button on this episode. Until next time, rock on!